This past Christmas Day, a great advocate for church musicians everywhere died unexpectedly. Charles Callahan had a desire to help provide music for the average church organist. Though much of his music could be learned quickly, integrity was never compromised, and one could always be assured of a beautiful lyric tune. Today on The King of Instruments, we're remembering Charlie and his contribution to the music world not only as a gifted composer, but as a virtuoso organist. This is The King of Instruments. I'm Bill Stein. And I'm Mark Schultz. Charles Callahan was born September 27, 1951 in Cambridge, Massachusetts. A graduate of the Curtis Institute of Music in Philadelphia, his graduate degrees were earned at the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. Charlie was frequently asked to advise on the design of new organs and the restoration and improvements to existing instruments. One such instrument can be found in Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Tampa. Originally built in 1926 by the M.P. Moeller Organ Company, the instrument was added to by the Wicks Organ Company in 1993 under Charlie's watchful eye. The organ has three manuals and 51 ranks of pipes. Here is a recording of Horatio Parker's Postlude in C, played by Charles Callahan on the organ at Sacred Heart Church.
was Charles Callahan playing Horatio Parker's Postlude in C. Dr. Callahan taught at Catholic University, Middlebury College, Baylor University, Rollins College, and the Bermuda School of Music. He was seldom without a church position, serving as organist and music director for churches in Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., New York, Vermont, and his native Massachusetts. Charlie believed that instruments of every variety should be used in worship. Possessing an innate sense of how to write for many different instruments, he loved to compose new music and arrange classical pieces and hymns featuring a solo instrumentalist. Here is a beautiful example of Charlie's lyric language, Valediction, a biblical poem. Based on the text, Let Not Your Hearts Be Troubled, this piece soothes and calms. Violinist Robert Murray is accompanied by organist Ardeth Lois on the four-manual 75-rank Aeolian Skinner organ at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia.
Here is another example of Callahan's lovely writing for violin and organ, In Paradisum. Charlie's Catholic roots are very evident in this piece. The ancient church melody for In Paradisum is clearly presented at the end of the piece. Violinist Anne Roberts is accompanied by organist Jacques Boucher on the 1894 Casavant Frere organ in the Shrine of the Most Holy Sacrament, Montreal, Canada.
We heard two pieces with solo violin, though, in an effort to make them as widely accessible as possible, they were carefully crafted by Callahan to allow them to work on a variety of instruments. One never knows who might be available on a Sunday morning, right, Mark? <laughs> so adaptability is key. It is probably safe to say that both of these pieces would sound really lovely with solo flute or oboe, or perhaps even euphonium. Played down an octave or two, of course. You're listening to The King of Instruments. The King of Instruments has been sponsored today by Morningstar Music, a non-denominational publishing house offering music for churches whose worship focuses mainly within the liturgical tradition. Founded in 1986, their very first publication list included Charles Callahan's music. Mark Lawson is president of ECS Publishing Group, Morningstar's parent company, and he talks about Callahan and his music. I think that one of the things I really appreciate about Charlie is he really cared about providing things for people to play, not just an artistic expression for himself. There are many things that were music for manuals because he was concerned that people didn't have material that they could play and do it quickly and accessible. He wrote many sets of partitas that on different hymn tunes that he didn't feel like were completely developed. He's got books of hymn accompaniments and introductions and things to try to help organists have material on Sunday mornings, you know. And then he got quite a bit of original material that were, were his things like his aria that were expressive. He grew up Catholic, and so there was this real strong love of traditional Catholic background and chant, Catholic hymns, uh, many of the kinds of things that, that, that he treasured because he went to a Catholic school. Most of his career was actually spent in the Episcopal Church. And so then you start seeing a mixture of things for the Episcopal Church and things for the Catholic Church. And, and, and he really would branch out and, and do commissions and loved to write outside of his uh, normal realm. So you'll see a lot of gospel tunes that came in that were not kind of in his background. So he loved to write for instruments and organ, and he would really write in two different ways on that. One would be hymn tunes that he would, he would want to explore, and he would, he would do the instrumental work with those. The other was he just loved to take classic arrangements, uh, classic pieces, and then solo out an instrument, make a instrumental arrangement of something that would normally have only been played on the organ. And so there's a lot of Vierne. There's, you know, just many settings of classical pieces that he did to make them more accessible and usable for instrumentalists. The other thing he always wanted to do was make it as available for as many instruments as possible. So he would usually start with one it might be violin, and then he would say, now, can I change that a little and make it available so that a flute can play it or you know, something else? And so most of his collections have several options for instrumentalists.
That was Ken Cowan playing Charlie Callahan's famous aria on the 1998 four-manual 50-rank Austin organ at St. Mary's College Chapel, Moraga, California. Charlie's compositional world occasionally had some lightness and whimsy. Here's Jeremy Filsel playing Fanfares and Riffs on the 1966 Aeolian Skinner organ at Church of the Epiphany in Washington, D.C. This piece is really great fun, requiring fantastic technique and an equally fantastic sense of rhythm and humor.
That was Jeremy Filsel playing fanfares and riffs on the three-manual, 50-rank Aeolian Skinner organ at Washington, D.C.'s Church of the Epiphany. Given the rhythmic drive of that piece, it should come as no surprise that Charlie had a rather prodigious technique. That technique is very much evident in his 1996 recording of Leo Sowerby's Takata. Charlie is playing it on the 1903 Hutchings Voti Hook and Hastings at the First Church of Christ Scientist in New York City. This organ has four manuals and 68 ranks of pipes.
playing the four-manual, 104-rank 1968 Aeolian Skinner organ at National Presbyterian Church. That was Charles Callahan and Louis James Alfred Lefebvre-Veli's Hymn of the Nuns. You're listening to The King of Instruments. Charlie had a very special place in his heart for the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis. The instrument is sumptuous and the acoustic is, well, glorious. He knew just how to use the organ and room to their very best advantage. Here are two pieces recorded in 2008 by Callahan in St. Louis, Joseph Reinberger's improvisation in B-flat minor and his own invocation in E.
We just heard Invocation in E by Charles Callahan and, before that, Joseph Reinberger's Improvisation in B-flat minor. Both were played by Callahan on the four-manual, 121-rank Kilgan organ at the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis in St. Louis. You're listening to The King of Instruments. This episode of The King of Instruments has been made possible by Morningstar Music. You can view all of the works in their catalog, including the ones by Charlie Callahan, by going to MorningstarMusic.com. And of course, they don't just publish organ music. There's choral works, piano works, other instruments, choir, handbells, almost anything you need for church music, you can find at MorningstarMusic.com. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode in memoriam of Charles Callahan. If you did, please let us know. Maybe you have a favorite work of Charlie's or possibly a favorite memory. We'd love to hear about that. We can be reached on Facebook or on our website, kingofinstruments.show. Maybe there's another composer you'd like for us to feature. We'd love to hear what you think. Again, you can contact us via Facebook or at kingofinstruments.show. To bring this Callahan retrospective to a conclusion, we're heading to England to hear Charlie playing the final movement of Charles Villiers Stanford's Sonata Eroica. Again, Charlie's splendid technique is very much on display. Subtitled Verdun, this movement commemorates one of the fiercest and costliest battles between the French and German armies during the First World War. The French national anthem is quoted both melodically and rhythmically. It opens with a few loud chords followed immediately by agitated two-part scale-like passages in sixteenths. Although this movement contains many quiet sections, it is generally full out, and the sonata ends with the complete first line of the Marseillaise. The organ is the very wonderful 1911 Harrison and Harrison of four manuals and 71 ranks at the Church of St. Mary Redcliffe, Bristol, England. Join us again next week for an episode of organ music based on hymn tunes and chorales. Until then, I'm Mark Schultz. I'm Bill Stein. Thanks for listening.
Thanks for listening to The King of Instruments. Complete information about everything we've played today can be found on our website, kingofinstruments.show. Have comments or questions? You can send an email to koi at kingofinstruments.show. The King of Instruments is a production of the Organ Media Foundation, Brent Johnson Producer. For more information about us, visit our website at organ.media.